welcome to the Minter Dialogue radio show number 14. Have you ever heard of the expression of the Internet of Things or the Internet of Objects and wondered what that really meant? Well, this is your chance to understand much better with a concrete, real-life example. Here's an interview with Cedric Hutchings, CEO of Withings, creator of tools connected to the Internet to help you manage your weight and blood pressure. Dialogue Radio Show, where we discuss brand marketing with a focus on all things digital. I am Minter Dial, and I'm author of the blog TheMindset.com. That's T-H-E-M-Y-N-D-S-E-T, where branding gets personal. You'll find the show notes on the blog for the upcoming interview, so let's cut to the quick. Enjoy the show. Hello, I am Minter Dial of the Minter Dialogue Radio Show, and today... I am in sunny HEC, Jouy-en-Josas in France, at the University of Medef, 2011. And someone who's participating here is a man called Cedric Hutchings. Cedric is the co-founder and uh, head of a company that's called Withings. And Withings is is basically a, a very innovative company that's creating objects that we can use around health which are linked to the internet. So I'd like, uh, Cedric, if you could introduce yourself and uh, explain us a little bit more about Withings. Uh, hello, so thanks, uh, thanks a lot for the, the introduction and for your invitation. So uh, my name is Cedric Hutchins. I, I co-founded uh, Withings uh, back in 2008. Just a, a couple of words of, uh, about my background. I have an engineer background uh, here in France. Uh, that I, I completed in a, a nice organization at MIT uh, where I discovered uh, so both uh, a lot of science on the human factor engineering, so all the subject of ergonomics, but also I discovered the entrepreneurship and the way to apply this science to develop a, a, new, a new product. So back in France, I, I joined a small company dedicated to uh, enabling uh, internet connectivity uh, at home. So basically uh, manufacturing, designing and manufacturing what we call today box, triple play box, Mm -hmm. uh, that provide uh, internet access and triple play services, so voice and and video services uh, at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... um, Back, you know, based on this ex- experience, uh, we decided uh, after uh, Inventor, which was uh, acquired by a big company, uh, ex CAC 40 company uh, in, in France, uh, to, uh, you know, in fact, uh, to um, develop a new product, to reinvent, in fact, a product that you know already, everyday life product, uh, because we think that the connectivity uh, can benefit to this product, to develop the new services around this product. So much beyond the PC era, the, you know, telephony, IP telephony services and the video uh, over IP, we think that a lot of everyday life objects will more and more benefit from a, an always-on connectivity. So essentially with Withings, you are at the for the cutting edge because you are putting in place your everyday object and you're linking it with the internet. So it's really you are at the cutting edge of this concept, the internet of everything. So you have uh, three products that you are selling. One of them is called the Wi-Fi Body Scale. comes in white and black, very design, and the, that was done in 2009. And then you have the second one, which is Tensiometer which enables to take your blood pressure and then links that up to your iPhone and internet. Talk to us about, and specifically the body scale, which is obviously done, which is doing very well. I've seen it around in, in, on Amazon and, and, and really is a lot of current uh, conversation, a lot of good ratings and reviews on Amazon. What's the genesis of that particular product? I mean, you, there are many objects around us, but why that one? 
Okay, so, so the genesis of, uh, of, the, of the body scale is, is, uh, is that, um, uh, you know, to develop uh, and enhance a feature, uh, you can put a lot of new technology in the object, but you can also think that you can leverage a lot of surroundings technology. And it's very relevant for a device that track an information about yourself that take a measurement. So most simple of, of these objects, and objects that finally is very popular, like a body scale, so it records your weight and your body fat and BMI or uh, body mass index. Uh, all this information, you know, when you use a regular scale, it's nice to have. You know, you step on the scale, uh, you, you can be uh, uh, frustrated or not with the result, and then uh, you forget it. And, and finally, it's not very useful uh, to change your behavior. Uh, what's very important is to record this measure. Uh, maybe to graph them because it's it's very easy a way to understand where you're going to you know uh, what is the trend uh, are there cycle uh, was the, the diet that I made six months ago useful finally or not mm -hmm. so all that is very useful but really a burden you know if you were to record this uh, information uh, shut, uh, turn on a computer to record open an excel spreadsheet etc that that's, nobody does it you know uh, only the person very motivated can do this uh, extra effort our spirit is that uh, by connecting the scale to the internet uh, we can deliver uh, when you use the scale normally, just step the, on the scale from time to time, deliver the graph of the, your evolution directly in your pocket, on your phone, or on a private website. And the idea is that we do not um, uh, force you to have an extra step in your routine. Mm -hmm. Just use it as a regular scale, and you will have all your, your, the track of uh, your uh, body weight and, and fat mass directly on your iPhone. One of the things that I've seen uh, about it is that it, um, it's very easy, it, uh, it's very quick to register, and, and, uh, and also it, it takes into account different people in the house, so that's really well thought out. But the thing I was just interested about was why, why this particular object? Because let's face it, there are many other objects that can be trackable, that have an interest. We could, we could talk about the weather or the heat inside a home, we could talk about a fridge. There are many objects around us which can be trackable, would have an interest, but you, you ended up with the body scale. There must have been something that said, ha, the Eureka, what was it? Uh, so, I mean, first, weight is an extremely important value. Everybody, uh, you know, one day or another will track uh, her weight for a very specific reason, and uh, it is at, a, at, a, at the core of a lot of health-related uh, you know, information and, and tracking. And uh, also, it's, a, it's an object that uh, we, th we thought and uh, we hope we, we achieve it, that uh, we um, can keep extremely simple and really revolutionize or, or change the service that it provides. Uh, and so that was one of the, our very first candidates when we were thinking, you know, brainstorming on, on what kind of objects that we know already uh, um, we, we can really enhance uh, by connecting them to the internet and actually the, the body scale was one of the very first ones that we had uh, on our list. Well, um, so you also have the tensiometer that I was mentioning before and uh, you have a new product in the pipe called the baby monitor. Can you speak to, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, sure. So, so the baby monitor will be uh, out in, uh, in October 2011, so uh, very, uh, very soon. Uh, the, uh, the basic idea is the same, is that uh, you know what is a baby monitor, and we want to provide you with the best you know, baby monitors that you have ever seen, but that's only one part of the story. The second part is that because it is connected, it will provide you new and innovative services. So the first of these services is as 
because it is connected, all the monitoring that you can access when you are in home is also available when you are out of home. So it's not only a baby monitor, but it also provides you an eye and ears actually mm -hmm. uh, in your home where, when you are away from home. Mm -hmm. That's the first part. But the second part is also extremely important and very similar to what we do in a, with our first two products is that it tracks and records information. It helps you to understand better about how to impact the wellness of your uh, infant and child. So uh, we record, uh, for example, the temperatures, the room temperatures, the humidity level, and the number of uh, cry of your baby during the night. So you can start, you know, uh, understanding what impacts the wellness of your child. Mm, that's, that's wonderful. So it's really much more of a holistic approach. I mean, because if the temperature is high and they start crying, you can make the correlation. Um, so, you know, one of the things we talked about before the interview was um, your affiliated marketing program, which you put in place. And, it, and you know, you talk about the, the, the other services that are annexed, which, so you have, a, a, as I understand, a very open system. Can you talk to us about your system and the relationship with the others and the creation of this affiliated marketing program? Yeah, so, so uh, thanks, because I think that's the most important point in, in our activity. Our business is to uh, design, uh, manufacture, and sell uh, devices. Uh, devices such as a body scale, a blood pressure monitor, uh, are, in fact, can be uh, integrated with a lot of services. And our business, uh, as we think, is not to, to develop a diet consulting services, a fitness services, or even less uh, uh, professional health you know, advice. But we think that we can play a role by connecting our device uh, within or to this uh, environment and service provider. So from the very beginning, we thought our, that our product should be easily integrated to this environment. Uh, so we have today 50 partners uh, ranging from you know, fit, online fitness coaching, uh, you know, health, uh, personal health record, online personal health record system that can be linked directly with our devices. So very simply, when you step on our scale, it generates a value that, can, that is pushed automatically to, uh, I can name a Microsoft Health Vault or such kind of, of services. Mm -hmm. What we do with that is that we also develop some affiliation and a very, I think, innovative way of thinking the, the affiliation is that a partner who has a subscription-based services and needs to enhance the relationship and the daily relationship with uh, his uh, members and needs to uh, enhance the quality of the services, so taking the right measure to provide the right custom counseling, uh, has a lot of interest of equipping uh, its member uh, with our device. So there are... Uh, um, very well incentivized uh, to uh, show, display our product, and they can gain a commission on a standard affiliation model, but they also will gain a lot of uh, stickiness or en enhance the stickiness with their services. And that's uh, the way we develop the affiliation today that is very efficient, especially in the U.S. It, it makes a, a world of sense because there's a lot of uh, silly affiliations and the way you do it, creating value. And you could almost think of yourselves as a platform and maybe people start creating services around your system. I don't know if there are any, any companies that have started doing that. Uh, there are a lot of uh, service providers uh, uh, that 
leverage uh, the, the value or that, gen that is generated by uh, our products. Uh, we have, for example, uh, a service uh, based in, uh, in New York uh, that's called a stick, a stick It, uh, where you commit to uh, an objective uh, towards your community. So you are, it can be quitting uh, smoking, but it's also uh, having a, a diet weight. objective to lose weight. And you have some witness mm -hmm. that will, uh, you know, uh, see if you uh, meet your objectives or not. And they connect our scale, so automatically your witness uh, can receive uh, your progress or lack of uh, progress. Yes, I, I think it was Joe Jaffe, my buddy Joe, who said, well, he said it on a podcast, I'm going to announce that I'm going to hit a certain weight. And, and the fact you announce it, there are people, you know, brings in your pride, and that's kind of cool. All right, so um, I know that you were working with Google Health, and then unfortunately, as far as I'm concerned, Google announced that they're going to retire that service. Can you talk to uh, uh, us about your vision of uh, the Google Health, what they tried to do, and who, where, where is that? Is there, is there a market for that kind of a work, and, and who's doing it? Uh, so, uh, first of all, the, so what Google uh, tried to, to achieve with uh, Google Health is uh, provide you with a uh, personal uh, health data record system, uh, which is, uh, I'm strong, uh, strongly convinced that at the end of the day, it's extremely valuable services. Uh, it's very important that as regular user, I mean, you and me, everybody, uh, we take uh, back the ownership of our uh, health-related data, that we can uh, choose uh, where we can convey this information, that finally uh, we know uh, how they are stored, and you can always get access to uh, this data and always provide them uh, with security, privacy, and, you know, a lot of uh, obvious features that provide them to the right third parties. And that's what uh, Google Health tried to achieve. Uh, I think that uh, they suffered uh, from uh, maybe uh, not um, taking care uh, enough at the beginning of the user interface for the end user. Google is extremely efficient and powerful in managing data, you know, graphing some data, but they did not, you know, take too much uh, investment uh, to what I believe in the, in the end user user interface. And there are a lot of other actors that have been very successful uh, in, in this because uh, they seduce more the, the, the end user with their interface. But another point is that uh, the health uh, record system is today suffering from a lot of uh, localized or local culture, if not uh, cultural regulation. Mm -hmm. And so it's extremely hard as a global player uh, to understand you know, how to scale uh, your uh, offer uh, and, and cross uh, the, the frontier with your, your offer. Well, I mean, it, it strikes me that for someone like you, me, or anyone who, who has moved around a lot and lives in multiple countries, uh, changes cities where you have to change doctors, the need to be able to recapture all your information, have it centralized is huge. And, and as you say, then, then the problem is, well, if you live in lots of countries, they have different systems, different laws, who's going to capture it? So give us an example of some of the players that you see are actually doing a better job from a user perspective and, and maybe piercing through in the capturing of your data. Uh, so, I mean, we have a, a lot of this kind of, of player as partners. Uh, so I can name, so it, it might be a bit fitness related, but Runkeeper is, is very active as a service provider. Runkeeper has uh, four to five active million users in the US. So it, it's a quite large scale uh, service provider. And, and they have, um, I think they, they share our view in enabling 
incoming and out, outgoing flow of your information. Of your, you, you should always be in control of this, of this flow, but they do not uh, you know, force you to stay in, in uh, their system, but they have recently opened an API. So if you want to display your RunKeeper-related data in uh, another environment, you can do it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's how we do, the, do it from the very beginning. We think that we can bring you value by delivering you devices that can generate a flow of information and we should help you to uh, uh, convey this flow information to the right third party and without uh, giving you barriers. Well, so what I, what I take away from that is that you've got a uh, specific niche and, and the, thing, the thing about that, so it's, it's fitness and second of all, it's within your normal way of doing business and you are immediately in control of it. The, the challenge we have in this notion of e-health is this, you know, really that's just me and running. What about now me and doctors and, and, and this, the industry of e-health? Where, where are we going with that? How, because that's a bigger topic. Where do you see that moving? So, uh, again, I think we have to uh, make the history because there are, there are no uh, written paths uh, already. It's, it's a quite new subject, but I would like to take the example of the blood pressure monitoring because the need is already extremely obvious. Uh, when you need to control your blood pressure, the first thing the doctor will tell you is that you need to equip yourself with a blood pressure monitor because taking your blood pressure in front of, a, of the white you know, uh, uh, jacket of the, of the doctor uh, is stressing and you will not have your regular blood pressure. So it, it's a false uh, measure and you need to take it from time to time over the long term because you're, it's, it's a measure that fluctuates a lot. First thing he will tell you is uh, equip yourself with a device and take your measure at home. Uh, write down some of the measures, make some average, take, it, take them from time to time, and then you write it on the paper and come back to me. So the, the, the need is so obvious that you need a, a device that will not ask you anything else than just maybe re just reminding you to take the measure, mm -hmm. and the rest is, uh, should be done fully automatically mm -hmm. and, and seamlessly. Mm -hmm. And that we're trying to achieve with the blood pressure monitor. Blood pressure or hypertension is uh, concerning 25% uh, of the U.S. population. So that's not, you know, when you, we talk about e-health, let's look at very concrete uh, use cases. That, that's not a, a small uh, issue or small problem. And we think that we can bring a lot of value by just, you know, making the obvious is, is uh, linking directly your blood pressure monitor uh, with your doctor. Mm -hmm. And that we, are, we already have, uh, have achieved in the U.S. Yeah, so in essence, what you're saying is, is, is focus on a very concrete case, a specific situation, and then leverage off of that. Diabetes could be another one. I'm sure of that one. Yeah, you're going to be speaking this afternoon on, um, on e-health at the uh, MedF University. What is your key message for this afternoon? Uh, so uh, I think what I will try to, uh, to show is that uh, there have been a, a, a lot of um, difficulties for health professionals uh, to push uh, this idea of uh, we call in France telemedicine or e-health or equip yourself with some device that might so far remind you with, uh, okay, I need to equip me, uh, myself with a piece of hospital at home because I'm very sick, you know, and so I need to uh, communicate uh, with, my, with my doctor. We think that today it's really the innovation comes the other way around. Mm -hmm. As an end user, you are very familiar with uh, enabling uh, communication and you expect uh, your uh, measurement device, blood pressure and scale, to be able to talk directly with, uh, with a health professional. And you expect, I think, more and more that uh, it's not because you are sick, so you need to track your health you need to equip yourself 
with devices that will not you know, remind you you're sick, you're sick. That needs to be nice everyday life as a device. That just helps you to keep uh, you in good shape. Mm -hmm. And that uh, you will be in good shape because you keep tracking your health. Mm -hmm. But it, it should not be an extra routine. It should be seamless in your everyday life. That's what, what we try to achieve, and I think we, we have something to say uh, as being, you know, de uh, developing very end-user and, and mass-market products. Yeah, well, I, it's beautiful because, you know, <laughs> living in France uh, and seeing a lot of hospitals, the way that they are organized, the still paper-based records, we've got a long way to go. So if, if it's going to come, it does seem logical that you've got the, the end consumer, the entrepreneur, the, the businesses are the end user and the businesses together are driving this and then hopefully a little bit of government influence so uh, last question for you Cedric uh, and I appreciate the time together um, one of the you know I recently I was in the States and Canada and I was checking out Wi-Fi and the access to Wi-Fi if these objects are to become current uh, isn't it necessary that we have constant easy access to Wi-Fi do you see Wi-Fi how important do you see that particular question? And do you see Wi-Fi as the solution? And if so, is, when's it going to happen? Uh, I think, so, very simply, uh, Wi-Fi is just an enabler today, and, and it's a choice for our first uh, generation of, of scale. Uh, and it will answer to you. Uh, our blood pressure monitor is linked uh, with a wire directly to an iOS device because we uh, uh, think that it's mo much more simple in, a, uh, in the use case of taking your blood pressure to link it for a lot of reasons directly with, with the phone. So I do not advocate for a specific technology. Uh, we always need to uh, remind and recall that the technology uh, should just serve a use case and you should be chosen after you study the use case. Mm -hmm. So I do not think, to answer your question, that Wi-Fi uh, is and will be the, the forever right technology to connect uh, devices. Uh, we need to be very careful in the, in the choice of the technology, again, so that it's, we do not ask an extra routine. If you need to do an extra step to do the same thing, you will not do it. You will do it once, but not two. My thought leads me to one-click Amazon. So it sounds, you know, just as a final comment, uh, you, you, a lot of your things you're talking about, the health and weight, uh, this is, these are American preoccupations. How much was that, how, how much is that weighed in, quote-unquote, on the genesis of your company and where you're going with your business? Uh, sorry, you, you mean the... The, 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 the American influence of health and weight, fitness. Uh, so... Uh, what we are trying to achieve and, uh, with connecting device is to develop uh, products that are global. Mm -hmm. uh, and we think that if you are, uh, develop high-end and connected device, you can do it. You can adapt your product on the fly for a specific market. So obviously, uh, the U.S. market is extremely important uh, for us. Uh, it generates today 40% uh, of our sales, and it's, it's, it's a strategic market, uh, of course. And the, the nice thing is that uh, by having our product connected, we can maintain, update them, and adapt them for any specific link. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Cedric, uh, thanks very much for the, taking the time on the, on the show. Uh, how can people track you, follow you, know who you are? Uh, so uh, they, they can uh, subscribe to my, uh, my Twitter, so it's Sedhutch, C-E-D-H-U-T-C-H, Sedhutch, uh, and obviously uh, on our website, uh, withings.com, W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com. 
Splendid. Well, Cedric Hutchings, looking forward to hearing your uh, speech this afternoon at the uh, University of MedF. Look forward to following uh, the progression of your company, and thanks very much for taking the time to join me. Thank you very much again for your invitation. Thanks for having listened to this recording of the Minter Dialogue radio show. You'll find the show notes on themindset.com, T-H-E-M-Y-N-D-S-E-T, where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter. If you like the show, please don't forget to click the handy Facebook like button or tweet it out. And if you speak French, you can find my other French language interviews on minterdial.fr. In the meantime, please come join the conversation at The Mindset or catch me on Twitter at M-D-I-A-L. Happy trails. Hello, this is Gary Chachot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.